Is that music? It's a good choice. Hey, well played. Welcome to the special I Have Some Notes, uh, extra notes? Special notes. Special notes episode side, of I Have Some Notes. Side notes. Side notes. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah. We just thought of that right now. Well done. Right off the cut. Uh, my name is Colin McIntyre. I'm Greg Beaver. Uh, so this is not a full episode of I Have Some Notes. We're not talking about any one movie right here, but just, just kind of just a little, uh, little, I guess, kind of little just little extra the extra scenes episode uh, because we are uh, just we're recording our season finale tonight and just kind of want to have something to kind of put in the podcast feed over the next little while. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah. So we're, I think uh, we're going to just spend a couple minutes talking about um, the movies that Greg and I have both seen this summer. Uh, kind of some thoughts on what we've seen and if we're looking what movies we're kind of looking forward to and other just random bits yeah yeah so yeah so maybe Greg, you want to go first and kind of say so what did what did you see this summer what did you what did you march out of the theater into the theater to watch and paid your 40 dollars for popcorn and i was actually what did you like and what did you think surprised how uh few movies i went to the theater for when i was doing the uh doing the research for this i was like looking through the movie lists and I was like, boy, I didn't go to any movies in July. Oh, yeah? I, and I'm not sure I'm going to be end up going to a movie in August either. Yeah. So uh, I, I, some of the movies that I wrote down that I liked, I'm not even sure you can count as summer movies. Okay. They, they feel like summer movies. Like Deadpool feels like a summer movie to me. Even okay. though I think that one came out in that, February. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was a Valentine's Day movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot yeah. about that. So, but I mean, for some people, summer starts in February. It was, it was almost nice enough. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. We had a, a very, yeah, very mild winter. <laughs> now we're getting kind of an early fall. Yeah, I've noticed that the leaves seem to be already creeping into the yellow territory. Yep, yep. Pretty early. I, uh, you know, Deadpool was probably one of, as far as like superhero movies, that was probably the standout, mm-hmm. even above um, Civil War. Uh, Civil War was great for various reasons, but uh, Deadpool, I think, wins just because. It was something different, and we haven't really seen a lot of uh, something new from the superhero genre yeah. in a little while. So this was, you know, this is more like a superhero spoof, and I, and I, you know, I think at this point we're starting to roll into, you know, a little bit of the uh, superhero fatigue. So it's yeah. the perfect time for that type of franchise to flourish. I yeah. Think. Yeah. No, I think you're right. It definitely, it definitely had. Uh, it definitely had. It was it was probably the most fun I've had at a superhero movie. It was actually most of the most fun I've had at a, at a movie, period. But I think yeah, especially with all the, you know, the everything everything being dark and grim and gritty and shadows and you know X Men's go X Men being that kind of being that way. Uh, obviously the DC universe movies being that way and it's yeah there's just there's just every but even like even like the stuff you see in TV superhero wise it's all dark and grim and gritty Daredevil. It's kind of like yeah actually to, actually to have someone in running around in spandex leather, having a good time. Yeah. was actually kind of nice. Yeah, having a little bit of fun. I think it's just the, it's sort of the the overall beats of a superhero movie. Like, I mean, I guess Daredevil follows that. You know, it's an origin tale. It follows all the same beats, mm-hmm. but it just does it with a little a little extra attitude, I yeah. suppose, and a little and a little flourish. And that was refreshing. Yeah. You know, but at this point, I think every uh, superhero movie that gets released, I kind of, you know, I, I feel like I know what you know what the beats are before you even get in there and uh you know okay i'm I'm waiting for 
the superhero to become the superhero. Now I'm waiting for the MacGuffin to show up. I'm yeah. waiting for yeah. the uh, the superhero to retrieve said MacGuffin or yeah. whatever he's got to do. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually I'm actually at the point now where I think I'm actually I personally am at that stage where it's I will actually only go see a superhero movie now if I know it's very excellent. Other than Batman v Superman, which was I kind of foolishly did, but I mean, yeah. I didn't see I didn't see go Ant Man. I didn't see Ant Man in the theater yeah. until I kind of actually didn't see it in the theater. Period. But I've heard it was very good. I did see it later. I on. kind of begrudgingly saw Ant Man yeah. because I I was at that I was already at that point. Was it last year that that came yeah. out? That I was already like, yeah, I don't know if I need to see another superhero movie. And Ant Man didn't sound particularly intriguing to me. But once yeah. all the reviews came out. And they were all stellar. I was like, ah, oh, god okay. damn it! I guess I gotta go see it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what else is on your list? What other movies did you uh, did you did you, uh, did you like? Did you see? I loved Ten Cloverfield Lane. Have you seen? Yeah, Ten actually, you watched Lane? that recently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, excellent film. You know, I like I like the idea that uh, Cloverfield would be an anthology series. The only thing it really has in common with uh, with Cloverfield is the fact that the word Cloverfield is in it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I guess I guess some of the uh, some of the uh, sort of sci-fi aspects to it, um, whether they're real or imagined, uh, I don't want to spoil it because uh, if you haven't seen the movie, there's uh, there's some interesting stuff that happens towards the end of the film. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, but um, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead is great. And John Goodman is awesome, and whoever the other guy was in that was also awesome. <laughs> the, just... the third, third guy, we'll call him guy number three. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it was a really uh, like I I I like sort of like bottled up movies like that where yeah. you know um, you know I, I liked I don't know if you remember uh, what was the movie with Ryan Reynolds and he was in the casket buried. Oh, the Blackberry movie. Yep. Nah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's only I haven't seen it. I just know that he was just kind of a black the whole time. Yeah. But I like the I like those sort of like trapped need to escape type films and yeah. uh, and and you know this it explored a lot of you know, different interesting things about the the human psyche and and John Goodman's character was was incredibly interesting because you know you got these hints of you know is is he you know is he uh, a psycho is he mm-hmm. is he maybe correct is he yeah. you know and all this kind of stuff so it was great yeah 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 fair enough fair enough yeah like uh, i've i've i quite like the so cloverfield lane is on my list as well uh, my list is actually probably even shorter than you as far as like maybe we talk about like kind of like other fun movies uh i actually did chill the big bucks to go see keanu oh yeah the, uh, the, <laughs> i forgot about keanu i wish i had seen it the the key and peel uh, kitten super action comedy, uh, and actually I, I the reason actually I, I, I wanted to go is because is it looked like a lot of fun it was a lot of fun, but also I, I wanted to go to with I kind of missed going to a theater to see a comedy because I feel like that's something I used to do but as as or as as movie viewing habits have changed it's, and and the idea of well I'm only going to go see a movie if it's this big huge mammoth event. It's kind of like no, I actually kind of miss watching a movie in a theater, like a funny movie in a theater with other people yeah. having having have a good time. Yeah. So, so I did. So I did actually. Did, so it, it is it, the best way to see a comedy. Yeah, you know, just with why I find watching a comedy by yourself, you know, like you might laugh more internally, yeah. <laughs> but you don't really get that. Yeah, you don't really laugh out loud as much as when everybody's around you and you're really getting into it. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Now, the, 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 unfortunately, with with the theater, with the comedies we've even seen this summer, um, they, they do they do trend. They don't. 
get bring a lot of big bucks yeah. to the box office. So no. yeah, so it's it's pretty clear that you know I think you know they most, usually don't have a high budget either. No, that's the thing, right? But uh, yeah, but I think but there is one exception this summer that had a high budget. That had it, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that would be that would be Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Uh, yeah, so, which we both saw. Yep. Uh, I quite, I actually, it, it actually exceeded my expectations. I actually, I thought it was going to, I thought I was going to like it. I actually liked it way more than I thought it was going to. I, I have a, uh, a really complicated relationship, I think, with, uh, Ghostbusters. Because, um, it, you know, it, it was, it's a good Paul Feig movie, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and uh, and everything that you want from uh, from Paul Feig is 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 in there, you know. Uh, he's it's got the quippy humor, um, you know the some of the uh, the the fart humor and stuff like that, which is fine, you know. I don't mind that either, uh, but it wasn't it wasn't really the Ghostbuster sequel that I personally wanted, mm-hmm. and I sort of I hedged to say that just because, you know. I don't want to. I just you know that's what a lot of the the uh, the, the jerky detractors say yeah. is like no, it's not it's not my Ghostbusters. Yeah. You're wrecking my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> I want the thing that I want. Yeah. You know, it, like I can I appreciate it from uh, you know I've I've said on the podcast quite a few times that you know uh, sequels and remakes need to be different and, and need a, a reason to exist and and there's some there's some aspects of ghostbusters that 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 does that where where it 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 takes um uh, the comedy is quite different from the original ghostbusters yeah right the style of comedy mm-hmm. and that's good because that means it's refreshing if it tried to do the exact same style of comedy as as the original ghostbusters which maybe pretty tough because it relies pretty heavily on uh, the stylings of one bill murray yeah exactly uh, who's a very unique uh, yeah. comedic talent um you know that so i don't necessarily you know i don't fault the movie for being different but there's all there's certain there's certain things about the film that i just didn't i wish that it wasn't quite as much of a, of a farce sometimes mm-hmm. especially with the ending Okay. You know, it just felt a little like I. The, one of the things I really loved about the original Ghostbusters is that, for all, for, even though the four Ghostbusters were basically boobs, you know, they uh, the threat was real. Yeah. Like the threat felt, you know, visceral and 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 frightening. Yeah. Right? And that wasn't the case for the most part with this uh, new Ghostbusters. Like the ghosts. Were fairly cartoony. Yeah. At one point, they're just kind of like standing on top of one character, just like hanging out. And then there's there's a thing that happens in the climax that just (laughs) really bothered me. Yeah. It just felt way too cartoony. Okay. Your thoughts? No, no, fair enough. Yeah, I I think I think I think like uh, the one of the reasons I liked it was because uh, is it. It didn't try to just rehash the original Ghostbusters. It did try to kind of take it in yep. a slightly different yep. direction. Uh, I can I can see like you know the uh, the argument, and I think we talked about this when we did our Ghostbusters two episode, which yeah. you guys can check in the podcast feed because it's there. <laughs> where we talked about the one of the big problems with Ghostbusters two, uh, like the the sequel, is that you really lost that scary element because there is you because when you watch your Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, you have the comedy end of it. And you do have like a little bit of the action parts, but then you also have this kind of like this actually like genuine scary horror element, 
which kind of adds this kind of like extra kind of like tasty layer of goodness. Yeah. And I think I think yeah, you can make the argument that that isn't really there. That yeah, like you've got you do have ghosts, but you also have just flat out they're monsters. They just they're just like you know just goofy looking character monsters, not like. You know, actual, these were alive people, now they're dead, coming back to haunt you. So, yeah, but I but I was still kind of, like, surprised by it. Uh, and just, like, you know, because my bar for Hollywood sequels and remakes are so low now anyway. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I go in kind of expecting, this is probably going to be terrible. And it actually wasn't. And I would actually watch it again. Like, I, was actually I would, too. Surprised. I would for sure watch it again. And, in fact, like, I'm rarely tempted to see a movie twice in the theater. Yeah. And I almost never do. I saw... The only one I could think of recent, in recent memory that I did that for on purpose was uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens. And, and I was tempted to... Aaron, my wife, wanted to, wanted to see it again in theaters. We just never got around to it. But yeah. I would have been fine with seeing yeah. it again. Yeah. Let's talk about... Uh, let's talk, so, we've, so we've talked about movies that uh, we like. Let's talk about movies oh, that... Can, we list, uh, can I pop up a few more? Oh, sure. I, yeah, yeah. Before that we get to because the we did not like. I believe we probably both saw Star Trek Beyond. I have not seen Star Trek. Oh yet. no, it's it's good. Yeah, it's it's a good Star Trek film for the most part. You know, it's still got the uh, it's still very heavily action oriented. It's still an action movie, um, but it does uh, it, it is a lot more cohesive. Yeah. Than the uh, previous two, it, it it dials the 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 references way back. Okay. To the to the point where you know to a level of like nice and subtle. Yeah. There's like subtle references to um, Star Trek Enterprise mixed in there and stuff like that, and lots of little little tiny things that a real Trekkie can kind of appreciate. Um, and you know the the, the movie like the, it was cast very well, and it's always it's fun being in the movie with that cast because they're they're quite yeah. good. Oh yeah, they're very and good they, cast. And they kind of managed to elevate the material even in the previous two movies where it wasn't too great. And I will yeah. say that, that this movie has the most bonkers, cool uh, idea for a space station that I think that I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it's really neat. Uh, so I highly recommend cool. checking it out. Cool. Maybe you don't have to see it in theaters necessarily, but it was a good, it was a good sit. Uh, I saw Popstar as well. It's Andy. Andy oh, did Sandberg's. you see Popstar? Popstar is my list. As soon as it hits, hits on demand, I'm watching it. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a lonely island fan. It's a little uneven, um, but generally quite entertaining. I don't know if it was necessarily laugh out loud funny very often, but uh, but it, it has. It's you know one of the nice things about it is that like it has like a solid arc. Like the mm-hmm. characters all have solid arcs, and so even if the even when the comedy is not working, the story is still quite entertaining in itself. Yep. Yep. Very good. Yeah. Like that's I've for for my birthday uh, I made my fiance. Slash bride to be watch uh, Hot Rod. Oh yeah, which you could argue is the first Lonely Island movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's a gem. If yeah. you've not seen Hot Rod, go watch Hot Rod because it's it's kind of amazing. Cool beans. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we could be we could be cool beans in forever. Um, okay. Uh, so do you want to so do you want to talk about some of the misses for? Uh, yes. Because my, my list of movies is, is very small. And I, I, I've already talked about the movies I've liked. <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ten Cloverfield, Lady and Keanu. So I only I don't have much left on my list of movies I've seen and was not very enamored of. 
Uh, is there any in the list that you're... Uh, should we start with the big one? Uh, well, let's well, let's save the big one for All last. right, let's start. Okay, so I saw Independence Day Resurgence. Did you really? Yes. Ugh, uh, I kind of... I like I like Independence Day a lot. And I, I, the original movie... Um, I think the, the, what I like about the most in that movie is not necessarily ending where it, it sort of gets bizarre and, and kind of stupid. Uh, is the lead up to... The aliens attacking Earth. I, all that stuff is great. I kind of... I, I, I like first contact movies. Yeah. You know? I like contact with um, uh, Jodie Foster. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, that also gets a little bizarre in the end, but in kind of an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I always find, like, the, like that the run-up to... Like, those disaster movies, I think that my always my favorite part is, like, the run-up to the disaster is, like, how, you know... When when the when the doom is sort of impending and it's dawning on people that this is a real situation and and you know I like the movies best when they sort of like show you know how different levels of government react to it and how different people sort of react to it and I think that's fun uh, you know once the uh, once the all the explosions start happening it's yeah. a little it's a little less for me but uh, I, I kind of have a soft spot for that genre of, of movie and I do like Independence Day even mm-hmm. though even even, you know, Mac hacking notwithstanding. Independence, Independence Day. Day is great. <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence um, would probably work on the same level if uh, it wasn't completely and utterly lacking charisma from any of its leads. The, the All the young actors in there, including like Liam Hemsworth, and yeah. I'm not sure who was playing uh, Will Smith's son. I don't remember his name, I'm sorry. But uh, th- neither of them had uh, any charisma or energy. I was not interested in their characters at all. Uh, I was... I, I, I did enjoy Brent Spiner a lot. He was awesome oh, yeah. <laughs> in the movie. Just yeah. every time... And he has, he has a big role, like a way bigger role in the film than you would think. And, oh, really? he, and he's chewing the scenery every time, every chance he gets, and it's uh, it's actually fun to see him back on the big screen. Hmm. Yeah, that that's that, that I think for me that's a that's a Netflix movie. So that's like, yeah, all right, we're that's already paying for totally it. Totally fair. Uh, we'll check it out. <laughs> that's we'll totally it. fair. And even even then, maybe not. It's yeah, it's exactly. really it's really uh, not that good. Uh, the you know the. The lead up to there, there's some really interesting ideas, sort of like touched on in terms of like, you know, w- w- how the you know what happened to the human race after they defeated uh, these aliens, and like how they took their technology and used it to enhance their own and stuff. And, yeah. And you know they they built like a defense force around the Earth and built a big defense cannon on the moon and oh, there's lots of cool things in there, but it's just and there's like there's this really cool thing the idea of like. In, in Africa, they were fighting a ground war against the aliens for about 10, 15 years after the original film. And I was yeah. like, I kind of want to watch that, where there was yeah. like a ground war <laughs> yeah. in Africa. And it was like, yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. And it was, like a, it was like this crazy warlord that was like hunting them constantly. Oh, really? Yeah, it was cool. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, the, so the, the only thing I actually kind of had, uh, movies I've seen this summer, which again, not, it's not super enamored with, was I saw... I saw the latest episode of the Divergent series called, I guess what's called Allegiant, and I, and I struggle just because I keep getting the mixed up. D- detergent? Detergent, yeah, this is the detergent series. This, <laughs> this is Allegiant, which I think is still, technically, it's the third movie 
was technically not supposed to be the last movie, but uh, unfortunately did so poorly at the box office that actually might be the last Allegiant movie. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that they might do like a direct video. Yeah, or they're going to turn it into a TV show. So Is yeah. this the Shailene Woodley one? Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is the one where, yeah, she's got the... And I guess this, the, the, my problem with the with with the movie is I'm I'm all in on Hunger Games. I, Hunger Games I quite enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Divergent was kind of like, eh, okay, I can take it or leave it. Maze Runner, I'm not even going to talk about. Or I'll put my foot through the window. <laughs> but the, yeah, this one was was just kind of like they 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 tried to do the thing where I guess part of me, the cynical kind of grump in me, kind of likes it when uh, like flat like plans hollywood plans fall flat on the face because they were clearly going trying to go the hunter game slash harry potter out of let's take the last story and divide it up into two movies this is what yeah. the fans want and that did not work on this one because you could tell that the way they were just kind of pacing it out and kind of drawing it out and just kind of extending things was kind of like all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna that do that this. rarely like, works it seems well i think you you always end up with first of all you always end up with um two incomplete movies essentially yeah. uh i disliked the second last harry potter movie so much yeah that i did never i did not see the last oh one. really no you should see the last <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll feel you'll feel cleaner at this point i've forgotten so much about harry potter that i would have to yeah. start from the beginning to understand anything yeah i've only like i've, I've only ever watched those movies in the theater so I've only seen them as they've been released. Oh, so really? by the time it gets to the next movie, everything that happened in the previous movie is gone. I have oh, no yeah. idea what's going on anymore. Yeah. yeah. The, this, but the, re- the really, really great thing about Allegiant is, is that you've got, um, you know, Shalane Woodley, who's, who's very much the action hero in the first two movies. Yeah. She's still the hero in the third movie, but she, doesn't, she does a lot of talking and not much of her divergent whatever superpower punching so it's kind of like oh so now you're not doing that i've gathered from the poster that uh, her superpower is floating in a giant cement cube is that accurate something like a lot yeah, yeah very like, cool yeah, fly, flying little <laughs> that is a new superpower basically flying 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 the same rocket ships that tom cruise uh flew in uh what's the movie where he's on he's like on the earth by himself oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, oblivion oblivion yeah yeah same same idea but yeah so yeah so yeah so yeah, so that was a, then. I think the last one is both on our list of we 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 say we saw we watched we probably we knew it was going to be bad going in. We went in anyway. It was uh, uh, Grump Man v Scale Man, <laughs> uh, Dawn of pushing each other to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> this one was. Uh, I don't think I've had a tougher sit in a theater before. Um. Maybe, maybe Spice World, where I think I walked you out. You bite your tongue on Spice World, <laughs> yes, sir. We did not finish watching that one. Oh, really? God, I love Spice World. Uh, <laughs> but this, like, it, oh, man, it's just, it's so, it's so intensely dark. And I, I don't, like, your movie can be dark. I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind a gritty tone and stuff like that. You know, uh, even, but even like Batman, like Chris Nolan's Batman had moments of levity. Yeah. You know, and this one seems to want to just pound you into the ground. And it just, like, like, Superman is just such, he's so dour all the time. And it, and he's, and there's no hope. 
in any of it. Poor so, like, Superman needs a hug in this Yeah. Movie. He needs a he needs just a big old hug. I'm not really making I'm not really making any great points here just because it's hard to it's hard to describe how how um downtrodden this film is. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think and you kind of make the point about both the darkness and there was actually something I read uh, in an article today about uh you know, about the the myriad of articles floating around about online about how the DC movie universe compared to Marvel and blah blah blah. Like mm-hmm. Just Google it and watch your computer explode. Yeah, yeah. But the one article I read, and I and I and I apologize, I can't remember where I read it, but they talked about that that sort of like darkness, and they, they they said the difference between the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight movies is that uh, the the whole point of his of Batman Begins was to kind of ground Batman in reality. Like it was really about kind of like saying this is like if you're going to do Batman in the real world, this is what he might be like. He would yeah. have. All his costume would all be all gadgety, you know, heat seat, you know, heat blocking this, and yeah. the pointy ears or antennas. But he said, so the darkness was actually uh, there was a purpose to it because it was supposed to be a Batman grounded in the actual real world, right? Yeah. Well, now when you have when you flip over to Man of Steel and The Dark Knight Returns, you're not you're now they're just dark. They're dark by choice. They're not yeah. because they're trying to ground them in reality because we've thrown it out the window and we've got alien ships. Yeah. crashing through skyscrapers yeah so yeah I, I guess now i so you know i've between the two of us i've actually seen it twice because my fiance <laughs> wanted to watch it so i so i did want it so and after watching it the second time you poor man you know what it was you know like yeah i didn't enjoy it anymore but i kind of softened to it a little bit so it's kind of like okay i i you know i i the story doesn't make any sense sort of like the, villains, the movie equivalent of stockholm syndrome yeah maybe but i but i guess i what i keep coming back to for me and i guess to, you know to to not to turn this into a four-hour diatribe which we could very well do sure absolutely the big the 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 biggest problem i have is is just it's just it's it's superman like if you want to turn batman into this really gray dark like basically drudge dread-esque killer that's fine. You can do it. You know, spin on the character, whatever you want to do it. Yeah. But when you have, but like for for me, this is this is the crux of the movie right here. Is towards is as you as you lead up to the hour long battle between yeah. Batman, Superman, and the Doomsday. When Batman, when they're like, "Hey, I need your," Bat, Superman's like, "Hey, I need your help," and Batman is like, "Oh, I'm gonna shoot you with my little kryptonite machine guns." Yeah. And then instead of Superman saying, "No, I really need your help." pushes him to the ground and just becomes like super bully mm-hmm. like there's 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 nothing there's nothing in this movie that kind of like like it's 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 not it's still not superman to me there's nothing yeah. super there's nothing super about him he's just he's wearing an s and he looks like superman but all none of his behavior is superman-esque it's just like he's just poor poor guy who's like trying to you know this this really dark dark brooding unhappy sour dour yeah depressed superman who's kind of like gosh man (laughs) yeah so (laughs) the the movie has also like fundamental uh structural problems and and even like technical problems like the the i can't remember which blog it was it or uh, it could have been either red letter media or a slash film but they had pointed out that uh, there's no establishing shots yeah. in the movie. So, like, okay, so normally... Yeah. Uh, so normally, uh, we have, you know, you, when you open a scene, you sort of have this sort of, like, establishing a shot of where you are. Whether yeah. it's, like, an exterior of the building or, you know, if they're in, like, City Hall, maybe it's a, you know, a wide shot of, like, the hall or something like that. Something to sort of give the audience some spatial 
idea yeah, know where you of are. where they're being placed. Yeah. Right? Uh, now, there's lots of reasons you can break those rules for uh, different artistic reasons. Um, but, you know, when, when the movie is completely devoid of them, then as an, as an audience, you feel like you're just... You, it doesn't feel right. Like, you feel like you, the, this sort of, it kind of wrecks the pacing of the film a little yeah. bit. Uh, you feel like you're being tossed everywhere. And, Never really, and you really you, eat, you can yeah, you, you really quickly sort of lose track of what's happening. Yeah. So like that was kind of shocking to me, just on a technical level, how poorly the film was edited. And yeah. I heard that that the extended cut actually <laughs> actually puts in some of those establishments. The extended shots. cut, which grows this movie from a two and a half hour movie <laughs> to a three hour movie. <laughs> Uh, it's did, somewhat did fascinating that. to me that that the that the movie re- had so much to cut out that they were like, ah, we got to get rid of the establishing shots too. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I I don't know about you or you, dear listener, but I am not not uh, not in for a three hour Batman v Superman. Yeah. Movie. I don't care how wicked. Now, I guess the bright spot of this movie, uh, okay, we've established this, is that Wonder Woman's theme music is actually super awesome. Yeah. So so that's so there's so so just if you want a good workout mix, go find the Wonder Woman theme music. It's on YouTube. Turn it on, and you'll just want to just punch punch through cement. I will say when I watched the Wonder Woman trailer and her theme music played at the end of it, yeah, I did kind of get chills a little bit. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) it's super great. Like it's like I would like we'll we'll see what happens, but Colin's prediction. You heard it here first. I think Wonder Woman's theme actually might might actually be that next like really iconic movie music that's like you when you play it you're just instantly like when you play a jurassic park theme or star yeah, wars theme it's like yeah. i know what that is right away yeah like it's perfect because yeah. it's it's perfect uh we've got a couple minutes left we want to just quickly run through kind of movies we're going to be looking forward to if we're planning to go and see anything yeah for the end of 2016 sure. uh let's see uh doctor strange you're looking forward to doctor strange uh, i'm curious about doctor strange i'm gonna put that in the ant-man category of yeah i will go see it if it turns out it's like if all the buzz is amazing yeah but i'm certainly happy just to kind of wait and see like all I, right i really like the inception style shots that are in the trailer yeah, that and that's cool. intriguing to me and i and i do like benedict cumberbatch despite the fact that um he uh, there's a lot of things that he's in that i dislike yeah um there is a movie called the girl on the train that i saw a trailer for recently and and it kind of looks like sort of like a gone girl-esque movie uh, I don't know if you saw Gone Girl. I have not, you, I've heard all about it. it, it, it I, I'm scared just even thinking about it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved Gone Girl. I thought, like, it, you know, it's, it has probably some, some issues here and there, but it, it's just, it's such a wild ride from beginning to end, and I was on board the whole way, and I'm kind of hoping that maybe this is sort of a sp- spiritual sequel to that. Yeah. Um, Moana, I'm kind of looking forward to. Uh, okay. The Rock's big computer animated debut. The, the Disney the Disney movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I say that it's The Rock when it's the movie isn't really necessarily about him. He's not the main yeah. character, I guess. But Close enough. And uh, there is a... This is a directed video release, I believe. Uh, but I am still looking forward to it. Kickboxer... Avengers. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, there is a sequel to Kickboxer coming out, and Van Damme is in it, and he's the trainer this time. Oh. It also has Dave Bautista in it. What? Yeah, so okay. <laughs> that I don't want to miss. I was saying to uh, my wife that, like, you know, there's not there's not a lot of um, action movies like they were built in the 80s where they were, it was just about 
the karate fighting. Yes. You know, if the karate fighting was good, that was all you needed, right? Yeah. And there's yeah. not a lot of movies like that where it's just like, you need, I want, I want more, like, another Ong Bak or something like that where the story is absolute nonsense, but for, you know, an hour and a half, you're just like, I can't believe they filmed this. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah, I guess, man, now that you mention it, those movies have kind of disappeared from kind of, like, the Hollywood box office. They, they still pop out on... Yeah. Movies. They're still making them These, places. But. Those movies aren't uh, four-quadrant movies, so, you know, oh, they okay. don't really make them anymore. Uh, at least uh, they, they don't get uh, the advertising that they used to, which is yeah. kind of unfortunate. Yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah. No, I just thought, I thought that'd be good. Uh, my list, I, so as far as I actually, I didn't even had to go actually quickly check to see what movies were coming out. Uh, I guess the movie I'd probably be looking forward to the most, and I like... I'd be like kind of at least kind of handing out my money already, but probably be uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That's the oh right. That is the so that's coming out uh, in December. I don't that's, know why I didn't even put that on my list. Yeah, so that and that's going to be like the first, just kind of standalone side Star Wars movie. So I've I was born in Star Wars. I'll watch it until I start getting sick of it. So which sure, is, which is what Disney's plan is. Sure, yeah, uh, they, well, a, a Star Wars movie every year until people start watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only other thing that that uh, that might pique my interest, um, and this is just because I'm looking on CinemaBlend.com, is something called Untitled Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard movie. <laughs> Sweet, so I, don't know I like what that both is. those actors. There's no link for it, but it's coming out Wednesday, November 23rd. So I hope that's good. It's got no title. And it's coming out. Yeah, this month. No, November 23rd. November 23rd. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to see what's what's happening with that. Um, yeah, so that's all we have. Uh, let us know what movies you what, what you thought of movies so far this summer, uh, and what maybe you want to go see. You can uh, leave us some feedback. Go to the I Have Some Notes uh, Facebook page. That's probably the best and easiest way to do it. You can also find us on Twitter and now on Instagram. Instagram, we're Insta- here. Yeah, so finally. Just uh, I have some notes, uh, and yeah, let us uh, like, like you give us uh, your notes. Uh, yeah, so we will talk to you guys shortly. We're actually going to go record another episode here right away. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Keep watching the skies. Keep watching the skies.